Good morning, everybody. This is Arbar, and I'm I'm standing here, you know, on the cliff behind my house, just reflecting on the most glorious burial at sea that I'd ever seen. Now, in in preparation for the burial at sea, I was on YouTube. I had talked to, to a handful of senior Navy chaplains, guys that have done this before, because I, I wanted to, I wanted to glorify God and, and honor my dad by doing the best job I could. So I did, I did a lot of research. I'd never seen anything this, this glorious. This, this, it was like a slice of of heaven on earth. Uh, what we did that day. Everything was orchestrated um, from the passage that, that the Lord put on my heart, 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 18, to the very last song, which was the blessing by Carrie Job and, and Cody Carnes, that my wife said, why don't, we, why don't we play this one? And I listened to that song, and it was perfect. So I did the service and then ended with a benediction, and that was the benediction. But as we were standing there on the back of the ship, we... My mom wanted to have jars of clay like my wife had given her jars of clay that they got from the Philippines. And in the jars of clay, they put their portion of the passage. So my my two sisters and my mom split up the the reading of of the past of Second Corinthians four, seven through 10. My brother did the invocation. He invited the spirit in that place. And then my little sister went first. She read verses seven through 10 and it says this. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, persecuted, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. And then my my older sister, she read verses 11 through 14. She says, For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. Since we have the same spirit of faith according to what has been written, quote, I believed and so I spoke. End quote. We also believe and so we also speak, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us with you into his presence. And then my mom read verses 15 through 18 and she had it memorized because she'd been reflecting on it. And 15 through 18 says this, For it is all for your sake, so that as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, 
but the things that are unseen are eternal. So after the girls read that passage, I started to explain uh, that the ceremony is meant to be short. It's meant to be concise. And it's meant to provide uh, some sort of closure. What was what was really hard for me this whole last year was that I used to kiss my dad on the cheek every time I saw him. It was just like this this tradition. I'd kiss him on the cheek and I'd give him the greeting of the day. But the last time I kissed my dad was March 2020. Because of the pandemic, my dad stayed away physically stayed away. He respected all the rules that had come down from the CDC and from the state and he was always in a mask. Never let me get close to him or kiss him and always wearing a mask. So I didn't see his face the majority of 2020. And then I explained, but that all changes today because we get to hold him in our hands. I get to hold him in our hands. And I invited everybody, if you, because I knew there was people in the crowd who had, who, who, who never got to have, um, they never got to have that, that conversation with him. And uh, they, they wanted to, but, but they never got to have it. So they also felt kind of robbed, if you, if you will, they... But, but I gave him an out. You know, I, I said, if you were missing that conversation, now is the time to have it. You take some ash, go to any part of the ship and have that conversation with him. Close the loop. Tell him everything you ever wanted to tell him when he was alive. And then I, I so I, we opened the box and then I took my ash and I went to my side, my corner of the ship and here and I'm, I'm reading in my journal um, let me open up my journal here. I, I said, Dad, um, I'm going to honor your request. You told me to watch my mouth with my kids. You told me to watch my mouth with my wife. And to love them. And I was on the corner of that ship and I was saying, Lord, I, I plead with you. I need you in this area and I have you in this area I'm gonna I'm gonna fulfill it I'm gonna knock it out Lord fulfill that commitment through me and I said I'm desperate please and so I gave everybody a chance to scatter the ashes uh, a couple people told me I, I don't want to do that I, I I saw in the video later on that that they did and they had their conversation. And as we closed that portion of the ceremony, then I then turned to my mom and I said, it's, it's time, mom. And with the benediction and the closing of it, as my mom is taking the remainder of the ashes and scattering them, I read this benediction with my hands in the air. I said, loved ones, please receive these words of committal. 
for as much as it has pleased our heavenly father and his wise providence to spare from evil and to take unto himself his beloved son and our dad, our grampy brother, friend, husband. We therefore commit his body to the ocean, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He will change this decaying body and fashion it anew. And the glorious likeness of his own glorious resurrection body, he will do this by unleashing his mighty power by which he is able to bring all things under his dominion. And I said, I ended with the benediction in Numbers 6, 24 through 26. I said, so to dad, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. And then my wife hit play for the blessing by Carrie Job and my nephew was holding up the speaker. And as my mom cast the pillow urn into the sea, it took her a minute or two to let it go. But as soon as she did, the, the words played, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. And then we sat there. We stood there. And watched the pillow urn go into the sunset. It, it didn't sink right away. It just floated away into the sunset. As we sailed back to Dana Point Harbor... I had a chance to walk around the ship and embrace people and tell them how much they meant to me and how much they meant to my dad. And it was reconciling. It was redemptive. It was healing. It was very moving. It was very pleasing to the Father. I can't thank God enough. I, I can't be grateful for the Holy Spirit that, that gives me, that gives us wisdom. I'm grateful for my family uh, that we get to come together and role model what it looks like when a believer dies. That our hearts are so filled with hope in the resurrection that I, that I pray and I'm also thankful for our, for our talents and hard work and skills on, in, in, in honoring God through, through excellence, through making videos, through taking good photos. And my goodness, thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny Brock, for uh, capturing those epic scenes on your iPhone. Thank you for turning up the... the um, the resolution on your phone so we could get that in high def. I mean, those things, God's in the details. 
Not the devil. God is in those in those details. To bring him glory and honor. Thank you to my, my nephews who, who were actually working that day by filming and by taking pictures. Because we do it all not to not to just make a cool video, but but to show, to role model, to, to showcase for the whole world how we should deal with death. And we don't grieve like people who don't have any hope. We grieve because it's sad. And, and two, death is unnatural, so it just rocks our souls. But at the same time, we get our eyes back on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who spared my dad from evil. And I, so I, I, I close by, by encouraging us all, let's, let's think about how short life is. And when we do bury people, let's, believers, let's remember we're grieving with purpose. And for the whole world to see that they may see our works and how we grieve and praise the Father in heaven. Amen. I love you, Fabcasters. Talk to you later.